Hello everyone and welcome back to What The Fuck Is Going On. We have a very, very special guest um, to share his story on a sector that we have never covered before. Brace yourselves people because we are about to explore the adult entertainment industry this week. The global online porn market was estimated to be worth 357 billion dollars in 2019 and it's expected to grow by 15.12 percent over the forecasted period we have an international porn icon also known as andy guy who advocates for sex and sexuality not to be hidden or spoken in about in secret because after all it is natural so thank you so much for joining us andy guy we are so excited for this episode and we're going to kick straight off into it unless if you want to you know give yourself a little intro before um, no, I mean, thank you so much for having me. It is great. I am glad that uh, andyguy.online is being recognized and you guys wanted to have me on. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. All right, lovely. Well, the first kind of question that I'm sure everybody would want to really understand is how did you actually get into the adult entertainment industry? How old were you? What was the journey like? Uh, so, yeah, so actually it's, um, I actually got into it quite late on in, in life. Um, so it happened through my love of underwear, actually. So I, uh, ever since I was a kid, I always, I enjoyed sort of buying uh, sexy underwear and trying underwear on and going to the catalogs with all of the, the guys in the underwear. So I look at the guys and look at the underwear. And I think a part of it is about just being like them, maybe. I think you see yourself in that um, and, you know, you want to be that. Um, which I don't think I ever became calendar model guy hot, but I think you sort of get the confidence to wear that underwear and, and, and sort of carry it off in whatever body you have. I think that's something that I, I, I advocate as well. And I think a lot of my viewers say the same thing. They're like, wow, we like seeing you in the underwear. And that gives us the confidence to try out sexy underwear. Um, so that makes it worthwhile doing. Um, so yeah, so actually, so I, it was a love of underwear. I started doing YouTube videos, um, and, and, and yeah, they became very popular and that was about 10 years ago. So I was actually about 34, 35, I think, uh, I'm 45 now. Um, oh wow, so, you look super yeah, look 45. <laughs> Super, super young. Oh my God, drop your skin. Thank you. So, so yeah, I, and it was just that. And then I was doing it on YouTube and um, obviously, and on Vimeo and, you know, you can only show that much. And there were guys who were watching the YouTube videos and they were writing to me and they said that they were getting a lot of sexual pleasure out of just watching those videos. And there wasn't that much in them. I mean, I was showing close ups, obviously I had to show the underwear. And it's so interesting because then you realize that, you know, what turns the person on isn't all the stuff you, you see on Twitter. It's not all of that very explicit content and you keep scrolling and you see the same thing. And it was, um, you know, what they weren't seeing that was turning them on, um, you know, in the underwear, because obviously I couldn't do, the, do it naked. Um, so that was interesting. And so, uh, 
a couple of guys who um, make adult websites got in touch with me and they wanted to do, make a website for me. And so they said, we really like your content and we think that you can do more, um, which is how andyguy.online came about. And so from underwear, I got into reviewing sex toys. Uh, so, you know, that's how it got a little more adult. And then from there, I started having uh, guests on in the videos to review either the sex toys or the underwear with me. And so obviously that sort of got sexual. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then of course, uh, there were a lot of uh, porn stars, stars um, who were getting in touch with me because they liked the slightly different way I did my videos. So they wanted to sort of include me in that because I wasn't like the, the regular mold of the porn stars that, that especially the, the, the Desi porn stars, like the Indian uh, porn stars uh, that we have. Um, and so, yeah, I got into doing those type of videos, but with my aesthetic, with my sense of how I wanted to do it, being more passionate and more kissing and more touching and more of that rather than just the, the fucking, which you see loads and loads of. And to me, it doesn't really turn me on anymore. Um, you know, I think I need to have something that sort of, you know, which you can connect with, which is real, which where there is some like love and there's passion. And I think that's, uh, for me, I, I prefer that type of adult entertainment um, than, you know, I mean, obviously I don't want a long winded story, but some sort of story and background is nice and some sort of connection between, um, you know, the people I'm watching. So, so that's how I got into it. So it was really late. Um, and it started off with the underwear and the sex toys. It wasn't something that I just sort of, you know, I started off an OnlyFans account and, and then started, you know, doing solo videos of me uh, pleasuring myself, uh, uh, you know, although, so I have videos like that, but then they follow through from doing a, a review of underwear or talking about um, sexual fantasies um, and things like that. Can I ask that? So you mentioned that, you know, you love like the love making element of things. Has you being in the adult entertainment world impacted your love life? Because I, I can't imagine dating you and you're telling me, oh, you know, I'm going to be with somebody else tonight. So, you know, see you tomorrow. <laughs> How does that work? So are you saying that, are you saying that, is it difficult to find somebody today? Because... Yeah because of that so actually <laughs> so actually I, I i did think a lot of times that oh my god this is going to sort of i mean put an obstacle in in my finding somebody because obviously if they find out that i'm doing this and they're not going to be happy i'm going to be with somebody else for the videos but i've actually met quite a few guys who have been okay and I'm not somebody who wants to hide this. So I'm, I'm very open with my friends about what I do. They may not all have seen what I do, but they know what I do. My family, obviously not seen, but they know approximately what I do. Um, so it's not something I'd like to hide from people I meet, you know, if I date um, or meet up with. So I'm pretty open about, you know, I start off saying it's the underwear reviews. 
and then I'll obviously say it's adult content as well. You know, and most have been very like, oh, wow, we want to we wanna watch it. We want to see it. Show it to us. And I start them off slow. I put them onto my YouTube channel and let them see the, the, the PG-16 maybe uh, uh, um, content. And then, of course, if they need to uh, check out something more. And I've had guys who've gone to my site and they've actually told me that, you know, and so you can register for free at Andigaido online, but you have to pay to, to watch all of the videos, to watch everything. And guys who've been interested in me have told me that, you know what, I don't want to see that. I, if, I, if I get to see you naked, I'd rather it be in person. And I don't want to spoil that oh. mystery. Oh, that's so cute. That is so cute. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I have actually been quite pleasantly surprised by that. I mean, you know, there will be guys who may be a little scandalized and a little like, okay, but then if I date you, are you going to be doing this? And of, of course, that's something that I have to address. Ideally, I would be like, you know, if I were with somebody, then if he did the videos with me, I wouldn't need to be with anybody else. But not oh, everybody. Okay. But not, yeah, but not everybody is com comfortable doing that. Um, but I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that point when we get to that point because a lot of times things don't progress and it yeah. takes time for it to progress, right? So, so I'm like, if I really love somebody, then we can see. We can see what happens. For me, this is work. So when I'm doing it, I may be sleeping with somebody else, but it is, it's work. And some people get it. Some people do get it. They're like, yeah, okay, we understand. It is work. Yeah. Um, so. I wanted to bring this back to the point where you spoke about, you know, making love and, you know, kissing and touching and that kind of stuff. Um, I saw a tweet that you tweeted like five days ago and you, you said, um, fucking is easy, but making love is an art. I thought that was so poetic, by the way. But where I'm leading to is, do you think like the, the style of content that you're making um, is kind of, eradicating the the body image type of um fears that men feel when they are constantly watching like these six foot guys you know in hd and they're just drilling into people like they're just straight fucking no intimacy and it doesn't it's not real life it's not you know some of these scenes they can last for like five hours i don't know maybe not five hours but you know what i mean the, the regular porn scenes will last for so long it doesn't look very natural and you know the content that you're making is like the everyday guy you know, having sensual um, sex with their partner. So do you think that that's kind of, you're helping to eradicate this um, kind of body image um, issues that men fear when they, I guess, watch porn? Yeah, well, probably. I mean, I'm not doing it, uh, like at least initially I wasn't doing it with that in mind. For me, it was like, this is my sensibility and I'm not going to abandon that just because the person I'm with. So the, I've not been with that many uh, of these sort of desi porn stars. And of course, they do it for a different reason. They do it in a particular way. And, but I'm very sort of firm that this is the way I want to do it. And I need to feel comfortable when, I, when I'm with them. Um, and, and yeah, so, you know, if you look at my videos, you, and you, then you look at the the, the guys who have done them with, so I obviously tagged them in Twitter as well. So if you look at their videos, you will see a marked difference in the way I promote my videos and the way they promote their videos. Um, some of them are nice, um, but, but yeah, for me it was about bringing that aesthetic and a lot of people, I, I got a lot of uh, feedback 
for the video saying that, wow, we just loved the way you were looking at him and the, the passionate way you were kissing just turned us on. And I was like, wow, they're talking about the kissing. They're not talking about the other stuff, which, which comes later. Uh, so, so for me, that was like, that was good because I need to feel um, good when I'm doing these videos. You know, it is work, but um, when I initially started it, I have to be honest, I, you know, I, it was, um, I was very trepidatious about doing it because I was like, okay, will, am I attracted? I think, you know, you, you always, it's work. So are you going to be attracted to that person? And a lot of times, you know, they're, they're, they're on the set and that's the first time you're meeting them. You've seen pictures and you're not sure and whether you're going to be attracted to them or not. And so it is, you do get worried. And for me, it's like, for me, I'm like, okay, I need to feel comfortable and I need to feel good. And, and thankfully, we're at a point, you know, talk about the porn industry. We're at a point where people have control over what they're producing, the type of content where you have OnlyFans and you have just the fans. Um, so you can, you can control that. You know, it's not a studio. It's not some, some director, producer telling you, okay, you have to do this. Um, so I think that... It's a good thing that we have control over what we're we're producing. So you bring your individuality and what you talked about the the, the typical uh, hunky guys doing exactly the same format. You'll see them doing this in the first scene, this in the second, third, fourth. You know exactly what they're going to do in the next scene, right? That's how it progresses. Um, I think that will become less, um, hopefully. Um, my question is, because I'm just like so fascinated um, about what that must be like. Like, so you go on set and you haven't met this person before. How do you break that ice? How do you say, you know, let's do this, let's do that? Like, how do, and how do you make, you know, your content is passionate? How do you, you know, make passionate content with someone that you've just met? Like, how does that work for you? What's your process like? So for me, I always insist on talking to the person before I meet them. Um, so at least once or twice, I need to have talked to them on the phone, um, which uh, nowadays, especially like I'm 45, but if I talk to, and I tend to attract guys who are like very young, 20 to 25. Yeah. And the guys I work with are 25 to 30. And, you know, a lot of 20 year olds nowadays, they don't, they all want a message. They don't want to talk on the phone. Uh, but for me, it's like very important to talk and have a connection. So I think that's the first thing I do. And then, you know, when I meet them, um, obviously talking to them, just sitting down with them, talking to them, getting to know them a little bit before I sort of get into that scene. Um, so one of the guys who I've done videos with, I've done, I think, three sets of videos. And by the third time, um, we actually were really comfortable and we were sort of laughing together and it was very, comfortable and you know i have to say that i'm even though a lot of people find may find that person uh, very attractive mm. um and i get a lot of comments saying oh wow he was he's i i may not find that person extremely attractive mm. um you know what i'm saying he may not yeah. do it for me that chemistry mm. may not be there but if i like the person and if I can laugh with the person and we have something there, then of course I can, I can sort of get into it. I can get into it in that way. 
Have um, you ever had a person where you're like, I'm so sorry, this is not working out. I feel this is not going to be good. We need to get <laughs> In my personal life, that's happened. Uh, that has happened. Where, uh, but in work, in work, I think I've always managed to sort of get the work done because the work needs to get done um, because that person is spending their time and if we've traveled to meet or whatever. So, you know, if something's not working, if it's not working, then we'll do something else. Like if, you know, you know, you're not getting turned on at that particular point of time or whatever, so then you do something else for the video. You know, we don't push it. You don't push it. Uh, you, I think it's very important to enjoy it. But yeah, in my personal life, I have met people who I, you know, I'm sorry, it's not working. And they're like, that's okay. Let's just cuddle for a while. Let's just cuddle. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> because I think that I think a lot of people, I think it's that intimacy, which is so important. And especially now, considering we're so isolated, um, I think that the, I think intimacy is what people miss. It's that just holding, touching, that sort of thing, um, uh, which, is, which is what people miss. I think you just touched upon my next question, which was um, with the pandemic, I mean, has that affected the adult um, industry? I mean, some, when most countries were in lockdown, I, could, I don't know how you guys would film, but I'm sure that played an impact. And also, have you seen a rise in the amount of people who are tuning into porn and actually want to watch people because maybe you're isolated and you're not, you know, without your partner. So have you seen a rise and did the pandemic affect your industry in any way? Right. Uh, yeah. So it's strange to say my industry because <laughs> I don't honestly look at myself as a porn star. Uh, I think that's just one of the things that I do. I think, and if you look at my site and my videos, you, I think I'd like to believe that I do a lot more like with the personal messages where I talk about sort of gay lifestyle, dating, relationships, experiences that I've had. Um, but I think the pandemic definitely has um, a lot of people, especially initially, went to porn because that was, you know, it was a lot of anxiety and that anxiety had to have some sort of release. And you're sitting over there and obviously you're sitting at the computer for a lot of people, I would think men or women, they would have to have some sort of release of that anxiety, that uncertainty. Um, and uh, you know, I think, you know, I think it can be healthy. I think it can be very healthy. Uh, I, I don't look at porn as something bad. Obviously we do it all the time. Um, so definitely it increased, um, the viewership increased over the last year. Um, and uh, did it affect, I ended up meeting like guys I know um, more, obviously rather than newer guys, but the videos I did were with, with some of the porn stars, um, which is just something that I did. I mean, I think I just feel like life has to go on. Um, and to some extent, you can be safe, you can be cautious and, and all of that. So that's just a whole other thing where I'm like, even though things are quite bad in the world, I just think that we can't just hide under the bed, mm. you know, indefinitely. Um, so, so yeah, um, I, I think that's how, and I, I think a lot of people are missing the intimacy, right? They're missing that. You know, they can't be with somebody else. So this is their, um, I don't know whether it's 
it's you know living vicariously yeah you know? like yeah. okay we we're watching that and we're imagining ourselves we we can't do that now so we can sort of at least watch it and imagine ourselves and i think that's important too to give people hope that they can probably reach that as well um So yeah. That is sweet. That is sweet though. Honestly, I can just imagine like cuz even me I'm just like oh god I'm going to be single forever but I guess content like that would make me understand that there is going to be romance in my future. But um I just want to ask about um only fans because right now how I feel I'm ready to quit my job and just jump on only fans because I don't want this working life anymore. So is the money good basically? <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. Um I think a lot of people have used that and especially the pandemic which was your question which is how is it affected i think that a lot more people have gotten onto only fans and just for fans because either they they're out of the job or you know they don't have that much to do they're working at less pay and they have to do something else um and it is definitely so i've i've seen some of the guys i've worked with do it purely for that so they that's their way of generating income and maybe they don't have another way maybe they're like you know they they're big on building their bodies and they have that as a product that they can offer so this is a good way for them to make money um so it certainly is i saw uh, i think a video uh, on the unheard channel i don't know if you know the unheard channel um uh so he interviewed um this this girl who was on OnlyFans and she was making tons of money and it was very interesting to hear her viewpoint and she's really intelligent she's so intelligent and so multifaceted and it i think it also it, it breaks stereotypes because your personality can show through in that OnlyFans video you can talk you can be sexual you can be erotic um and i think it shows more of your personality than a regular porn video um and and i think that's it's beautiful the way it's so democratic and anyone can get onto it um you know you don't need to be that particular porn star looking type of person and you can make money and i think it normalizes it then in a way that if more people get onto it it becomes more normal uh you know to say okay yeah i've got an only fans account and okay we know what that means and okay fine and then to the question is it hard to date then yeah i mean i know i've gone to apps where guys have said no if you have an only fans account i don't want to know you um you know i don't want to talk to you rarely uh but there are there are people like that but then there are people who say all sorts of stuff on those apps that they don't like guys who are fat or they don't like whatever right there are lots of uh those things that you have to deal with but i think anything that can normalize something which to my opinion i think pleasure and sex uh is just and and whatever your body is not hurting anybody um you're giving pleasure as long as it's not done in a in a vulgar way to offend somebody uh i think it sh- it should be normalized in in whatever way it shouldn't be a taboo um my question is i think you touched on it at the top um is about family and friends and stuff i just want to know like um you said you told your family was that conversation awkward to have or how did you have that conversation and also like do you have fans coming up to you let's say you're grocery shopping and how does that feel cuz you know you must feel like a little bit like a celebrity 
<laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, so the family thing, uh, you know, I mean, I have a very, my, my close family is very small, you know, it's just, uh, so, you know, to explain it, I obviously started off with the whole, I'm doing the underwear video reviews. And then of course, like I, I sort of said, that, okay, I'm doing sex toys as well. Mm-hmm. And I think the rest of it, I was like, okay, it's adult theme uh, content. And, and I was like, okay. And they were like, okay, okay, that's, that's fine. And I think what happens is when you're, when you're bringing the money in and you're able to be independent and you're able to whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah that is a big that is definitely a big um sort of stamp of approval yeah. where you're like okay you're you're managing to do that and especially yeah. in these times i am so happy that i started off long before but i'm so happy that i have this and i'm not working at an office job which i have done i've worked in journalism i've worked in advertising um sitting behind a desk and uh you know wasting my time, um, and then of course I, I, I freelanced and I've done movie reviews and food and travel videos and everything. But I'm happy that I have this right now because I'm. If I were working in an office, I may be working at half the salary. Maybe I won't have a job. Um, so so yeah, I'm 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 very blessed uh, yeah. to have had this and to have the people who helped me make the site. Um, sort of who invested that time in in that so so yeah and uh people do come up to me uh, your question uh yeah. <laughs> people do come up to me and um, you know i've got people who message me as well on the apps are you are you andy guy are you andy guy is that your picture oh my god i love your videos and um i've gone for gay parties and i've had guys come up to me and say can we buy you a drink because um, I just came out to my parents today because of you. Oh, nice. Oh, you're so uh, that happened, yeah, that happened, I think, um, two years ago at a New Year's party. And I was really surprised. I was like, oh, my God. And he insisted. And I was like, no, I don't want to drink, but I, I just want your story. I want to know about how that happened. Because for me, it's just that gives me the 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 impetus to do more. Like, for me, it's just like, okay, that makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, you know that makes me feel good. Um, so, so yeah. So, yeah, I, I get people. Uh, and that's nice, but I'm still single. So, <laughs> <laughs> any of our listeners listening, listen. Honestly, <laughs> you're in the same boat as us girls, honestly. Um, but I, I think that was so sweet. And um, I just wanted to kind of round up in terms of anyone that's looking up to you thinking like you know they want to um to take the same steps that you did like how what kind of tips would you give to anyone listening that wants to um get an only fans enter the adult entertainment industry that kind of stuff mm. so yeah i have a lot of guys now especially who message me and say we want to do videos with you we want to start our own thing with you and um and, you know, I, t- I tell them, yeah, you can get onto OnlyFans or you can connect with one of the, the porn stars and ask them to be, you know, to, to be in their videos. Um, you know, it's, it's just so easy, right? You get onto OnlyFans or just for fans and you start your own thing and, and you do it. But for me, I think it's very temporary. I think you need to have 
I, I feel like if you want longevity, then you have to have a personality behind, uh, behind what you're doing. And because you know, it's not just about getting online and, and, and sort, of, sort of wanking off uh, in front of a camera. Uh, so I just think that uh, you need to have a personality behind it. You need to think of what you're doing. I think you need to have a plan. It's lots of hard work. It's not easy. A lot of people think that, okay, I'll just, you know, be sexual in front of a camera. It isn't. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of production work. It's a lot of editing work. You know, you can't just put out a lot of, I think that's also, you know, a lot of what's important um, to put out. Um, and, and for me, I think that it needs to be, it needs to be something that is, uh, positive and socially inclusive and it needs to make some sort of change uh, and not be like the, the the same old thing that you see on Twitter and then I keep scrolling and I'm like oh okay it's the same video it's not turning me on what is what are you doing that is different from all those videos that you are scrolling through on Twitter and what makes you stop so for me it was like two guys kissing makes me stop four guys fucking does not make me stop because that's like that's 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 there 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 or two guys and a girl or five guys and a girl whatever that's not gonna make me stop so but the the two people kissing or making love um or you know doing something erotic and sensual uh, i think that is what makes me stop and so if you want to get onto it what are you going to do differently that's going to make people stop because there are hundreds and thousands mm. of those posts you know what, what are you going to do how are you going to make yourself stand up yeah so that's i think that's the advice I would. Yeah. like basically any sector that you work in you have to just be you know better than the rest and go that extra mile for yeah for what you want and what you want yeah. to do. and be unique i think i see a lot of people copying the other guys who are doing you know the, what they're doing and i think i think it's so important to be unique and you follow people who have something totally different to offer um so yeah, a lot of times my my side partners have told me Sarish, it's not about the sex people watch it for you they watch it because of your personality so give them that don't forget to give them that and initially that was true because I lost a lot of people who were watching me just for my underwear when I started getting into just the sex stuff. Yeah. Um, and so then I had to bring that back. Uh, so I don't think that, I think that you should have something for it to, to, to continue over a long period of time. Um, I have a final question. Um, I feel like you've definitely, it's been very insightful, but I feel like you've definitely glamorized the adult entertainment world. But I wanted to ask, are there any cons? Because, it, you know, you can't be all glitz and glam. Have you ever had like a, a bad scenario or a bad experience? Or have you ever heard of other people having a bad experience? What would be, you know, the cons of going into such an industry? Right. So I, I didn't mean to glamorize it. I think for me, <laughs> this is my... This is what I would like to. Yeah. This is what I would like to be uh, as part of my part of the industry. Like I don't want to be, you know, what I'm saying. So whatever comes into my 
uh, sort of bubble of online and type of content I'd like to make. I like it to be classy, sophisticated, fun, and all of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen a lot of videos where I'm like, oh my God, yuck. You know, I would <laughs> not want to do that. Um, so, uh, have I had bad experiences? Um, <laughs> well, thankfully, no, not, not that bad. No, I haven't had that many. You know, I've had weird experiences um, sometimes where, you know, it, it's it, the, the, the guy who's filming may not be, you know, the, the easiest person to work with. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've been in the industry that long uh, to have had that many bad experiences. I'm sure there are guys who have had bad experiences. Um, but, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm careful. I'm careful. So I'm not a 19 or 20 year old guy who's just on the casting couch and he's just started off. And even the 20 year olds are very street smart nowadays. But, but yeah, I think for me, um, I think about what I'm doing before. And so if it means that I'm not going to get that work, um, that's fine. That's fine. I'd rather have my, uh, my dignity and the respect for myself and have the little bit more money I'll get for a, a video or two videos. Yeah. Uh, I think I've sort of rationaled it in that way where it's okay. I have this much, I'm getting this much money and that's fine. I mean, I obviously I could do more, um, but no, it has to be within my comfort level. And that's another thing as, as a tip for people who want to get into it, please don't do anything that is, way beyond your comfort level Um, because then you're going to uh, regret it or you're not going to be able to look at yourself or you're going to be like oh my god I can't believe I you know slept with that person or I did this or you know you don't want to do that you you don't want to do that and you're making money so I, I think it's just about just be happy and do what you can within your niche and your uh level of self respect I think that's that's important. I think I wanted to um, say, obviously, you know how Sam said about glamorizing. I don't think you've glamorized it at all because the way you are actually approaching the industry is completely different. It's it's almost like you're a YouTuber or any other content um, creator. creator. It's just that you have focused on a specific industry, whereas some some YouTubers focus on um, you know fashion vlogs. Some YouTubers focus on um, hair and makeup, beauty, skincare, that kind of stuff. So the way I see, the reason why you are so striking anyway, and the way I see your content is kind of like, okay, this is um, content that you're sharing just like any other YouTuber or um, online creator. And it's completely different to regular porn. Like, honestly, I don't even know if regular porn is still going to be in the business in the next 10 or 20 years with only fans and things like that taken over because it's more, it's more personable. It's more on your own terms. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So, yeah, thank you for sharing, honestly. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, we have two minutes left. So are we good to round up here, ladies? Does anybody have any more questions? Cool. Well, um, from what the fuck is going on, we just want to thank you so much for coming on and just giving us like a different perspective and telling your story. And I feel like you have definitely like shone a new light into the entertainment world, the adult entertainment world, and like, you know, giving us like, you know, valuable information. So thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And um, do you want to tell our listeners where to find your content? 
Yeah. Well, uh, you can uh, you can just search for me on YouTube. You can uh, andiguy.online. Uh, you can just go to andiguy.online um, as well. You can register for free. Um, and if you like what you see, uh, then you can sign up to Elite Club to watch all of the videos. And on Twitter, andiguy1, Instagram, all of my hot pictures and my videos telling you what's coming up. Um, that's andiguyx. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been really good sharing with you guys and I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much. And you guys know the drill. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at What The Fuck Is Going On. We're the best podcast in the game. Thank you so much and see you guys in the next two weeks. Can I get up a bye? Bye. 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 bye.